Y'all, welcome back. We're here, season four of the mixed table. We're in the thick of it. We got a late night episode coming at you tonight. We got Taylor Two Wavy sitting down with us. It's gonna be a fun one. Tyrone, how you feeling today? Hmm. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I think I think I'm feeling kinda good. Been feeling good, been feeling great. So now let me hop on the beat to come skate. I take a break to come take a minute I hop on the beat like I'm about to kill it They say I got the game like I played for Baylor Sitting here about to turn up with Taylor Uh, you know how it goes We about to mix it up on this episode You know how it go and we don't play I'm about to kill these boys, no it's not a DOA I leave them just dead or alive me and my boys, we get too fly I gotta take the mask off like it was a disguise They say I got them wings cause I be so fly Oh me and oh my That's just how I like to go fry I go kill it, I just got the game You can ask around, no, I tell them the same That I hop on the beast, I get too crazy I ride the wave because I get too wavy Uh, that's just how we do So let's go ahead and get with the interview How is it going, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Tyrone Chivers. I'm here with my best friend, my co-host, my DJ, Mr. Young Seppi himself, Joseph Middledorf. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you to all the beautiful people out there tuning in with us tonight. I say this every episode, and I promise you I'm not lying tonight. We got a good one in for you today. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the mixed table. I hope you all are ready. Hope the vibes are feeling great. I'm feeling good. Like I said, I'm your host, Tyrone Shivers, here with my friend, Mr. Joseph Middledorf. And right here by my side, we have our guest today, the lovely, the beautiful, the talented Miss Taylor Too Wavy. Hello. I love the soundboard. Thank this you. is like my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It's actually like a live audience, like in the board. Okay. It's crazy. Like they. Do whatever I tell them to do. All right, stop. I'm See? screaming. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just you pay the money and they do it. So, exactly. But Taylor, thank you again. Uh, welcome, welcome to the welcome to the show. Welcome to the to our abode. Thank you for coming by. Uh, I've given you a little bit of introduction, but for the people who may not know who you are, tell them who you are and what it is that you do. Oh gosh. Okay. Hi, my name is Taylor. Um, I have an interview series called Dead or Alive on YouTube where. I interview different creatives and basically ask them about their creative journey and three people that they would meet dead or alive. And I'm also a music manager. I don't know if a lot of people know that. but I didn't know that either. So that. look at that. Whoa. We learn something new every day. <laughs> well, Taylor, like I said, I, I wanted to have you on here because, well, like I said, whenever I see somebody who's in the same realm as what I do, I'm always just, I'm just fascinated by it. I'm, I'm drawn to it. I'm attracted to it. So I'm just like, you know what? We got to... We have to join forces, yes, you know, to take over the world. So that's just that's just how it was. So I wanted to come by here. I wanted to learn more about you, learn about your story and, you know, just why you do what you do. So um, I guess first and foremost, well, first, I want to talk about how like just the degrees of separation. Like, I think I first met you through. So well, I met Bo first, uh -huh. your boyfriend, Bo, friend of the show, guest on the show before. Shout out to Bo. Um, I think Bo was friends with. Our friends Planet Shoe, Josh. Oh yeah, Josh and Aaron. And you came over to their house one day, and I think they were, 
I don't know what they were doing. They they were always up to something in they this were. household. And, and <laughs> you 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 were coming over to pick up Bo or drop Bo off or screaming or something. And I didn't know anything about what you did or whatever. And I was just like, okay, yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, and then I think through I don't know who the first interview, but I just through the interwebs through the socials. I saw the dead or alive thing and I was like, wow, another platform, another person doing interviewing, just like, great. So then I started really following you after that. Mm -hmm. And then just like everything I say, it's like, you know, when your friend gets a car and you like, you finally see it now, you see that car like everywhere. (laughs) That's how I was. I was like, I didn't see Taylor before, but now like I know who you are. I know what you do. I see you everywhere. Yeah, literally. (laughs) A random place. (laughs) You You know exactly where I'm about to say I feel like it's so funny every time I go get it's yes where where you go get your hair done is also uh, a good friend of mine she also does my hair too but just randomly went over there one day and I was like I know you what's up bro and it's just been it's just the universe has just been working like that so I was just like let's finally get you here and get to the bottom of it so now up to the good stuff so Taylor yes you do host the show but I'm interested in how how we got to hear where you are and what you do on your journey. So I first want to just get to your story. So tell me, where, where does it start for Taylor? Where are you from? Oh, gosh. What a I feel like my story is so random. Um, okay, so I'm from Ellenwood, Georgia. Um, I grew up, you know, DeKalb County. But I went to <laughs> the University of Alabama when I graduated high school. Really? For like a year. It was terrible. Let's slow down. Let's, it was let's... terrible. Let's let's slow it down a little bit, okay? So let's let's start. You're growing up, yeah. Ellenwood. Uh-huh. Brothers, sisters. I have two brothers, two little brothers. I'm the oldest. Oh, yeah. So you're talking to only children here, so. Oh really? Yep. Oh my god, I could never imagine what it's like to be an only child. Well, like, you can a little. I can. <laughs> I guess for like two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's very interesting. Uh, being the oldest though just i feel like there's so much responsibility that kind of comes with that they look up to you and they're like okay what she's doing you got to do the same thing which i'm like that's not true right everybody can do their own thing but yeah i grew up with two little brothers um trying to think of interesting things i went to shambly for most of my life so i grew up um Near like MLK, which I don't know if you know, but like MLK and Shambly are very far from each other. Like mm-hmm. I got forty and minutes. Into the mic a little bit. Oh my bad, bro. You good? Um, they're like forty minutes from each other, so I basically drove to Shambly every day to go to school, magnet school or whatever. Ah uh, yes, um, the, the magnet program. <laughs> the we magnet. know a little bit about that. Ooh. So when did how how early on were you interested in? What was journalism your first thing? Was music? How what what was the first? thing Mm, the first thing was probably well when I was in high school I was in broadcasting classes and it was probably the most exciting class that I had the entire school year every year was like what I look forward to um but I never really wanted to take it out of that it was more so something that I just did in school and I was like this is fun um but once I went to college I got into like (laughs) so random IT is what I do now Mm. I don't know no one really knows with my like actual job is like most people think that dead or alive is my job i mean everybody can't know batman and bruce wayne you you know know what that's very very true yeah um but as i i don't know as i went along in college i thought about it i was like oh i would really like to be like in the music industry 
So I really wanted to be a manager. Now, was IT something that you were interested in or was it one of those like safe plays? Absolutely not. Definitely a safe play. I wanted to major in like music management and my parents were not happy. <laughs> they were like, uh, you need to do something that, you know, can essentially like earn you money. And then at the same time, you know, you can also work on like your passions or whatever. So when I was in college, I helped manage this artist named Nye Bricks. Do you know Nye? Yes. Yeah. I helped manage Nye Bricks with Bueno. Shout out to Sensei Bueno. That's like one of my best friends. So what made, I don't mean to interrupt, no, but no, no. What, 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 what made you, what was the thing that made you take the leap? What was the first like, all right, like I'm going I'm to dip my toe in. I don't even know. I put on Twitter one day, I was like aspiring to be like a music manager or something like that. And Bueno reached out to me and was like, hey, well, I'm managing this artist. So if you want to kind of like get in and help, just let's meet up one day and let's all talk. And that's kind of how I got into it initially. Um, but still in college, I was doing the whole like IT thing. Um, and then when I graduated, I got a job full time in IT, which... <laughs> was the worst and kind of still is please don't fire me <laughs> but yeah that's kind of what i do now but i just do music management and like dead or alive on the side i think that's a very because you know we have a lot of music artists who come on here and we have a similar story comes through it's like yeah i didn't really want to do the college thing but you know i find it interesting even within that, you know, there's the whole, I don't want to go to college, but then I left to go to, to do music. Yeah. But I think even within that community, there's like people who are like, well, yeah, I dropped out, but I don't want to say why I dropped out to do like, because yeah. music is an acceptable thing to leave school to do. But then to be like, yeah, I want to do like media or things like that. It's yeah. like, and I feel like a lot of our other guests too all went to college like, oh, I'm going to go do whatever. And right. then they got there and they were like, this might not be for me right where it sounds like you wanted to do it and we're like <laughs> you had to really fight to yeah, literally to make that happen i key it it was kind of like that it was like i knew i was gonna go and finish regardless but i was like oh i think i can you know manage two things at one time which is a very difficult thing yeah to i was do. gonna say how how <laughs> did, how was it because i i took one it class in in school and it was just like basic html yeah and i was like this is a lot this is a lot of like so coding is not the move. doing that and then getting your foot into this music world how how was that initially um i would say the times were so the times like i'm so old but <laughs> everything was so like different in what was it like 2016 2018 time in that like everybody who was in college at georgia state or at least all the people I knew were also doing like music related things. So it wasn't so difficult in that like I couldn't differentiate the two, but it's just time management really was like a super critical thing for me. Like managing people, you have to be at shows all the time. You have to literally be, you know, corresponding with people all the time, X, Y, Z. So I would just have to leave class and be like, okay, time to get on the laptop and do X, Y, Z or time to go to this show. Um, but I mean, it was a good little balance. I would say right now it's harder as I'm like in my professional career. Um, I don't know if you know, I like help manage Wiley now. Like Wiley no, from didn't. Atlanta. Yeah. Shout out to Wiley. I love him to death. That's beautiful. That's but I, I do agree with you. This adulting shit is not fun. Like it only gets more and more <laughs> difficult as you go along. This is not what they promised us. At and all. as you get bigger aspirations, like 
there's never it's never just like the one thing you're like oh yeah. i want to go to this thing and like there's 12 and 15 other things you got to make happen beforehand oh my god it's and i find like i'm more willing than i used to be to like do those things yeah. like i'm like all right like i understand i want to do this thing so yeah. i'm gonna have to go do like i because like at first i was never on board like if i had to do one extra task i was like this is ridiculous like i don't like no i don't this has nothing to do with what i want to do and now like i feel but i don't know like i don't know if if it's trending like linearly but Mm -hmm. like as i go along i'm like willing to take on a little bit more yeah and and the concept of spending two months or five months or a year on an idea isn't nearly as scary as it was like five years ago a thousand percent oh my god like and I, I feel I'm better at like picking the things that I want to spend that time on too. Like it's I'm not just like randomly, oh I might be interested in this. Like let me dedicate a year to it. Now I'm like I've got a pretty good idea. This is something that I might want. Like let me thinking of it in the sieve thing. It's like oh yeah this is gonna be like eight turns to get this done. Like yeah. is it worth it? Yeah probably. Yeah like in the long run. Yeah. Where do you go when you have to like? Or what do you do when you have to like when you have like an overwhelming a lot of work to do? I've just recently found out the thing of like leaving the house yeah. to go do work at other places. It's a cheat code. That I was part, like that that that's hard because I was gonna say it gets especially with this job yeah. and then helping other people with their projects. Yeah. It sometimes gets too it gets too much. You're yeah. just like, I need I can't and then when you live basically where you do a lot of the stuff that you do you're just like i can't you can't even like go in the living room and like chill because then you can just like hear your laptop it's calling you you. from down the hall like hey (laughs) and because like i got myself a nice desk chair like for my studio at home and because i was like i need to spend more time like i don't want to be at the desk like that's me every day literally (laughs) so like let me get something comfortable but now i have something comfortable to sit in and i can't sit anywhere else in my apartment guilt-free Cause I'm like, I could be at the desk, right. like, and I found it, it made it really tough to do like creative, like, mm-hmm. cause I turned it into my office that I also do. Like I tutor online and I do, I do other shit and like leaving the house to do the other shit part mm-hmm. has made it so like I can use that space again. Like it's not, it's not this like at home prison, 100%. like, yeah. So how do how do you deal with that? Cause I'm assuming in it, you do a lot from home. Oh so God. yeah. How do you, how do you balance it all even within your, your space? So it is, it is really like taxing to work at home all the time. Like literally wake up and be like, okay, just go downstairs and, get on the computer I feel like I get a lot of burnout from working at home a lot even when I do like creative endeavors like you know a lot of random things I do for dead or alive I literally get off of work and then I turn to my personal laptop and I'm like oh let me you know get on there and do xyz but yeah I found that it is better to leave your house like the pandemic has us all stuck in the house still to this day and I would honestly like to I know people are going to be like what the hell but I would like to go and work in an office again but I don't have the option I'm a, I'm a, I'm a firm believer of like going to a place to do work literally the separation <laughs> like, is so much better yes. Jesus it's like I'm go a ahead. Bit, I'm a, I'm a bit like fuck the office fuck, <laughs> fuck the nine now, to this five is coming, fuck the grind. this is coming from it, a guy who tutors math online yeah so, but, so wholesome yeah and can I can do it from anywhere but yeah. like like the the whole like work from home idea 
like it's work from home but it's it's just work from where you want to be yeah. like if you want to spend the day at the coffee shop or whatever like go that's do, true you don't and have I, to I be get, in, i get i get that part of it you, yes you could be in a different place every day yeah. instead of being in the office and you don't have to talk to sally from accounting and it, like it doesn't <laughs> matter whose birthday it is like i get that but and this probably just goes to the the problem of like just the grunt work we all have to do or whatever but it's like i find and this is just me speaking when i'm at home my attitude about things and even not even just when i'm not in a work environment yeah. my attitude about things are different i mean look today trying to do like we were like oh we've got a we bought a green screen at oh, the really? end of last season Ooh. haven't really done anything with <laughs> it it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just been sitting here and we were like today since we knew we had the interview late instead yeah. of early we're like we're gonna do the green screen today and we got up and like yeah. i took a shower like i'm like yeah we're gonna like film shit today yeah. and we sat down to play civ like five hours later we're like oh shit she's about to be here in like 10 minutes <laughs> yeah so but, and i feel like you know if we had you know if there are any sponsors out there watching if we had like a studio or something to like go to then maybe that whole interaction would have went different yeah, we would have been there and we'd have been like well, since we're here, we might as well. Like, we already, yeah, we already came all the way over here. Yeah, so we're like, you know, but I just feel like, and so yes, I do agree with you. Yes, you do have the freedom to go anywhere and do it, but that's just it. Most people aren't gonna go anywhere. They're just gonna go where yeah. it's convenient. This yeah. is what we do. We break out into a whole little thing. I while, love it. <laughs> while we're on it, then, because I, 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 I was thinking with the. Um, I've started using Civ to kind of visualize my life as well. Yeah. Like, it's going to take this amount of time, like, this number of turns to do shit. Mm -hmm. Do you have, like, a type of media that you view your life through? Oof. What lens? How do you, like, contextualize your life? That's so difficult. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, I'm kind of like, I'm not insane. But I have, like, ADHD, so I feel like I'm always all over the place <laughs> but I think me being so busy all the time kind of helps me like take time to do all these different tasks like at different times if that makes sense like if I get tired of one thing I'll just literally just pivot to something else and be like okay I'm just gonna do this for 10 minutes and then I'm like okay let's turn over here and do this I don't know but in terms of like ways that I manage things i don't know or, or how do you do you like how do you view like some people view their life as one big movie some people oh. view their life as i a realize book. i'm like a tv sh i usually use a tv show okay, i, see, I, I see. think like because it, it helps me break up like seasons happen yeah. like people come in and out but do you have a media type that you view your life through or like how do you who yeah how who are you in your own head <laughs> um in my head i don't view myself as like a a TV show, but my the guy whose studio we rent out, his name is Khalil. Shout out to RDK shout Studios. Shout out to RDK Studios. I've, I've been there before. Man. You have? I love him. He's the coolest person ever. But he always like laughs at me and like my whole little crew whenever we come in and record because he's like, this is literally like a TV sitcom. Like, <laughs> you guys are ridiculous. Like, everything y'all do, it just literally is like a different like A story, B story type thing. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? But I tell him all the time. It's just, for me, it's one big movie. It's just yeah. like... I'm just a character going through and then the, the themes are changing, but it's all like one connected yeah. theme. Like something that happens when I'm 50, I'm going to be like, damn, they set the stage for that when I was like four. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And it's weird. Like I notice like, cause it's usually a TV show for me. I feel yeah. like is, is that's the easiest way to contextualize most things, but I'm, 
like Civ is definitely, or just like a video game in general where you like you. I was about to th- say, what is Civ? I really want to. Know. Oh, so C- Civilization, you like start. You can you start in like four thousand BC. Okay. You start an oh. empire and oh. you just like try to take it's a over the world. Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of like you ever heard of that board game Risk? Yeah. It's like that. Absolutely. It's okay. like that, but the computer and like way more in depth than oh. the computer. The computer like keeps track of shit, which helps. But it's just like a switch type thing. It is on the switch. It gives me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like I also so so you used I, to say 2K before this 2K players a little bit and like also just I don't know like I realized I'd like take different pieces and like they kind of get added in along the way yeah like when I did when I learned about vectors in high school mm-hmm. or in in college where like I don't know you could get here by going like this amount this way this Absolutely. like all of a sudden Every time I'm walking around, I see the map getting drawn. I'm yeah. like, this is the shortest route to go because, like, if I need to go this way and that way, but if I could just, like, go along the high, like... No, I y- feel it. You know Absolutely. that meme of from the from the hangover where, he, like, all that oh, math yeah. shit's yeah. happening in front of his head? <laughs> I'm outside, and there's just, like, all these lines going... Um, I literally everywhere. Perception, man. It changes, and life is... Cra- that All my points always come back to just, like... Being alive is yeah, fucking wild. It is. It's <laughs> crazy as fuck. One big wild ride. Literally. Ooh. Um, so talk to me about when you were in college. This is when you first said you started to, you know, you started managing. Mm-hmm. When did you first start or when did the idea come to start like show like getting into media actually as far as doing your own thing? Oof. That was a very random quarantine idea type thing. Interesting. Like it was okay. never something that I thought I would get into. I kind of have like really bad social anxiety, so I've been trying to like work on it. And so during the pandemic, um I would just watch a lot of YouTube, which I never really did before, and I would watch all these people do, you know, like um podcasts or like just random things that they did on YouTube, and I was like, "Damn, I could probably use this to my advantage <laughs> to one like not be more personable because I do think I'm kind of personable but sometimes it's just like a lot of pressure for me to talk to people so I'm like if I invite all of these creative people that I really like or like I admire or who are my friends and just like sit down and have conversations with them that would be cool so in the midst of the pandemic really is how that came about I was talking to one of my friends and I was like I think we were listening to music and Ariana Grande came on I, I love pop music a lot of people don't like pop music ever but um, we were listening to ariana grande and i was like damn it'd be really cool to like meet her one day and i was like if you could meet somebody like dead or alive anybody like who would you meet and she like said michael jackson or somebody like that and i was like damn that's a good idea for like a show concept and i put in my phone notes and i was like okay anyways just didn't even go back to it for like six months i was like damn i should probably try and like do this for real and that's kind of how it came to be I love that. That's that's kind of similar to this story. Very organic, chilling with friends. Yeah. Yeah, If you've got time for a story, we uh we sat down. Tyrone had just gotten this board, and we didn't we didn't really know what to do with it. Really? So we invited one of our friends. Um, actually, Kari, his stuff's here. Shout out to Kari Designs. Uh, (laughs) He came over, and we were just like, oh well, let's put on some YouTube beats, and like we were just trying to play around with the multi-track recording, like. Oh, we'll just like put some beats on and like just kind of go around the table. And as we were doing it, and then we would just like, we'd be pulling up a new beat, and this conversation would happen in the middle. And it was like, 
you know what? Like this, <laughs> we could do this for this real. This might be kind of interesting. <laughs> I love that. And here we are, four seasons later. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So I love that. Usually, the best ideas typically come from like just real world stuff. That yeah. It's just like, oh shit, we could turn that into a thing. Oh, I love this. I I don't know if you know. I was well. I'm sure I've told you and I've seen you randomly, but I'm like, oh, I love oh. this idea. Literally, I watch all the freestyles that you do at the oh, beginning. Well, I appreciate people, it. Like, that means a lot. You remember our unofficial street team? I'm screaming. Yeah, basically. I show everybody this. I'm like, I'm hey, the guys. same way, though. I mean, I told him about DOA. I'm always showing him, like, we're very, like, we're very, like, in front of the camera. We're not very yeah. post. Yeah. But you do a lot, like, you have a lot of good graphics. You have a very, oh, like, of a theme song and all that stuff. So I'm always, <laughs> like, showing him. I'm like, damn, look at these fucking graphics she's got and stuff. So, like, you know, so likewise, I'm 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 showing you off. I'm a fan of you. Thank you. You know, in all ways as well. So this is how the whole interview is. I'm trying to get like you. I'm, I'm trying to get like, no, you. Like I'm trying to get like you. Let's get like you. <laughs> no, I literally love this. Y'all are killing it. Um, but yeah, no. So it's but how has that been though? I'm, I'm interested to know because you know people love they they think they see this they just see some people can't, mic in their hand talking right. they think oh I could do that that's easy this easy, and this. Easy. So I want to ask you from your perspective in this journey what what have been some of the things you have have learned about this this media game that you may not have known Oof. so many things i think um first and foremost me and my team we are not very good at like uh cameras and such <laughs> like we all want to be uh really right now it's just me and my friend reagan um and bo used to help us but he doesn't anymore but um we i don't know i feel like every single time we record we learn something new it's so much to like put the whole thing together like the backdrop and making sure all the lighting is good and putting the cameras up and making sure xyz i don't know i feel like every single episode we record is a journey (laughs) but we always make it happen in the end but there have been you know many mistakes but we've learned a lot yeah i was about to say tell me everything that's gone wrong during a recording (laughs) absolutely not oh my god we can tell you literally everything that you see here all three of these cameras the camera we used to use like even last episode this camera died it was plugged in and died like halfway (laughs) through the board has disconnected the board has shorted and died a microphone has disconnected. The hard drive is disconnected. Yeah. Uh, it, we've been through it all. Damn we've forgotten near. to click record. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds literally like what happens to us. There's been like so many, not even so many episodes, but there's been a few episodes where like literally something was fucking wrong with the audio. So it's just like off and we literally record the whole thing. Take an hour because, you know, our we edit the fuck out of it i try not to curse even though i do all the time we edit the fuck out of it because i can sit forever and talk about nothing so we'll be recording for like an hour and a half and then get to like what 20 30 minutes of an episode but the sound has been not working before the cameras have died the memory cards have run out of space and we'd have to like take the hard drive and move everything and then go back and reformat and all these things uh every week really is something but we we figure it out uh shout so, out to reagan so after record like do you you edit your stuff after oh absolutely you cut it all down? the hell not absolutely <laughs> not i tried that at first and i was like i'm not doing this shit like i have no time that shit takes yeah like because i i i mix all the episodes like i do the audio yeah. and tyrone does the video Woo, shout out to y'all and like <laughs> it's rough absolutely yeah <laughs> 
and but like the worst part of it is having to listen to myself talk oh, for like my th- God. this is episode 36 so like i've listened to 35 hours <laughs> of me having conversations with people i hate hearing myself i've gotten over like i don't hate my voice like my voice now like i hear it and i'm yeah. like yes that's what i sound like yeah but just like listen i'm like bro shut the fuck up <laughs> half the time <laughs> This is me. Just you like, and you pick up on the speech patterns and the mm-hmm. conversational like pits I'll put myself in. Like, absolutely, so much self awareness from having like everybody should. You don't have to publish it, but everybody should have to like record a season and edit your own podcast just to listen to what other people hear when you talk to them because it is eye opening. Editing is. I don't know how you edit it. Literally, my I have an editor. Shout out to Mark. He is the fucking best person on the planet because i can't even after he edits it and he sends it over to me i'm like i do not want to hear this also i don't have headphones again so we literally just talking to the mic and i don't really hear myself and now i'm like ah! yeah, it's 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 uh it's a task especially it's one thing to make especially for us like we have the whole podcast and then we have the clips yeah so it's like it's one thing to sit through the whole thing do whatever, da, 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 da. you get to the whole hour long thing. Then Literally. it's like, all right, now go back this whole hour and try to find like, like 30 seconds. That's like cool. Yeah. And it's like, uh, so yeah. Content. Shout out to you, Mark. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a, it's a task. What have you seen on the tip of as far as like scheduling? How has that gone for you? Oh, Man, that's another. It's fun. I wish I had an editor. I also wish I had like a manager, booker, a booker, or something like that. That shit, people. I love everybody who's been a guest before, (laughs) but y'all do not know how to prioritize your time. Yeah, Um, people literally. Oh my god, there's been times I've rented out the studio for like a day and scheduled like what four people or something. We record like multiple episodes in like a day sometimes, which is kind of like a lot for me. And I'm glad we don't do that anymore. But, um, I basically schedule everybody and, oh my God, the cancellations, the lateness, X, Y, Z, even though I was late today, I'm so sorry. No, (laughs) No, you're good. But it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot for sure. People are. Yeah, no, I'll never forget. We had a, we had a guest who will remain nameless who we had, (laughs) Uh, we had three interviews scheduled that day, and he was the first. Yeah. And he was like, yo, I'm going to be a little late. So he pushed it back a little bit. So then we told our other two, like, yeah. all right, we got to bump you back a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to. And our guy was like, actually, I'm going to be a little later. And then we were like, all right, we got to. She said, no, baby, you're not going to be late at all. Don't come. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but basically, long story short, it gets to, he ends up, like, pushing back so far that we end up having these three, and we end up only doing one because no. we kept assuming, like, okay, he's going to come. Yeah. Like, we're going to, you know. We're just waiting. And no, we ended up bumping three or bumping two just to get this one. Ah. And we've got to play the game because, like, I don't live here. Uh, I live in Portugal. And what? yeah, I live in Portugal, and so like I come to the states, Portugal, and I like I stay upstairs with Tyrone, and like we do a whole season like in a month, and then we'll put it out. But we batch the whole season, yeah. And so we've got to play these games where they're like, like we might cut this part out of the interview, <laughs> no, uh, uh, but like because the we we can't do the oh yeah. no just don't yeah, yeah fuck don't it don't come, come yeah because yeah, it's like we need you to be here that like is. this week because if not like we've got to wait six months for the next season oh y'all are putting in work for real 
Somebody's got to do it, you know? How often do you come? Uh, about is- twice a year. Uh, yeah, so I... Oh what, I was here in yeah, October were- uh-huh. last, and, and probably before that, it was like April-ish. April-ish. Yeah. Damn, that's nuts. Yeah, basically, since I, I think I moved into this house in like March of 2021, yeah. and so far, he's come like four times now five times and I, I used to come for two months so yeah yeah the first two times i was here for two months and then that first time when we came up with the show i guess that would be the fifth time because i was coming back just to see my grandpa oh my god um and i ended up here uh for like three weeks and we came up with the show idea i went home and then came back like six weeks later and we did season one damn and Jesus. it's been on a Revolving now, it's kind of like because now I go there now. I've been to Portugal now, really? and I'm going again. So now it's kind of like a y'all. I'm jealous. What the hell? What know? Portugal? Do you love Portugal? I fucking love it. Yeah, no, it. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, this guy, international citizen, right Literally, here. Literally, what the hell? I never knew that. I knew you didn't live here because I forget. I was talking to you about something one time. Mm. I was like, oh, I love the show. Blah blah blah. You're like, we record. My friend is here, but I didn't think you were in Portugal. I'm thinking like yeah, man. California or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so but but yeah, no. It's it's. I can. I, I'm I'm glad you're going through this, so you can see, you know what what all what all go. But now that you've gone through that, what is something that you want to like? You know, when you when you get your own show, obviously you already got the editing thing going for you. But what's something? in this whole process of, of of putting together that you can't wait or that you hope at some point that it's just like, I don't wanna have to worry about that. I just wanna get to the, the fun stuff. Oh gosh, a lot of things I think. Um, one, of course, scheduling. Two, I don't know. I want um, it just to be so seamless that I could just come in and like record yeah. and then that be it. But I know like, as creatives, especially with like content and all the things that we do now, you kind of have to be in multiple roles until you're like up there. Like, you know how, who am I thinking of? Like Z-Way used to do that random yeah. thing on like a Instagram live. And then she would just post like these clips of her on Instagram live. And now she's on fucking showtime. And yeah. she just has to come in and record and leave, literally. I was going to ask you the, the, the social media aspect of it. How, how is that load? I the one thing I do edit is like the little social media clips but I don't know I feel like social media is such a toss up these days because of the algorithm of course and then just like you never really know what people are into um so obviously I just try my best to post enough so that people see it and enjoy it and they're like oh I would recommend this show to somebody but I don't know I try not to think too much about the social media aspect of it mm-hmm. all even though it's like super important just because I feel like it can be so like and we we get into this conversation a good bit yeah like, social media I feel like it gets you really quickly into making content for other people yeah like thousand percent because it, it's just a casino you're tossing something out there mm-hmm. and hoping or it's the lottery literally and you're hoping it hits but like you aren't made like people are probably less likely to like your shit because you're out there trying to like hit this moving target versus i don't know like we don't really do any of the social media shit while we're here recording the show Uh, like it's all just record like it's all the only social media is like reaching out to people like hey come come book but 
I feel like our relationship with the show while we're recording it's a lot different than when we because we always we edit it like remotely yeah and then all the love is kind of out of it at this point like yeah. it's the contentification of the show <laughs> I hate yeah. the content man <laughs> content is so stressful to me uh I was gonna say something uh about the content part of it and just how damn I had a really good point too. And I really, <laughs> I, I can't remember. It was something in regard to uh, how in in with the social media part of it, how it gets so. Damn, I was hoping if I just keep talking, yeah, I I to be. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can't. It was something about social media. I don't know. Um, okay, let's just move on, and it'll come to me as soon as we say the next thing. Exactly, we'll get right into the middle of a nice point yeah, and. Like- <laughs> I got yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, so you don't you 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 get, you get tired of the social media part of it. So how do you deal with it? How do you deal with the cuz for me it gets hard to like you spend all your time on a post. Yeah. And then you know, you come back and it's like, "Oh, 10 likes." Literally. Oh my god. I don't even I kind of just try and ignore it now to be honest. I feel like if you're not consistent, then it won't really, I don't know, it won't really grow that much, but which is so annoying to me because I feel like there was a point in time where like Instagram or even TikTok and stuff like that, if you posted one thing every two weeks, still like everybody yeah. would see it and it would still get like the same amount of... You know what I feel like the solution should be? And I'm going to say this like on camera and I hope somebody damn near steals the idea so we can all do it. But um, I feel like there needs to be some sort of like, not necessarily a coalition, yeah. But something of like all of the media entities and we can just even start small, just like within the scene of, of, of this, you know, in Atlanta here. Yeah. And I think if everybody kind of like pooled their resources together and sort of like made like not necessarily one thing, but like one entity, one sort of platform. So then oh, yeah. that everybody gets advantage of the same like algorithmic. I'll you know what I'm saying? Mic, I don't there know. you go. Is that, the word? that one. They 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 get all the benefits of that, and I feel like, but still, people get to do like their own yeah, thing. I and that. I want to. Do you do you ever feel like you hear this a lot? You know, just in dealing with a lot of media people and stuff. That <clears throat> I feel like. <laughs> what is kind of beat is this? It's the communist anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yes, the communist theory of social media basically is what I'm saying. If we all put it all together, in theory, we should all benefit from it, right? You know? I'll tell you who really needs to come up. The proletariat. That, yes. Yes, we need to seize the means of production and of the likes. If we yeah. own all the likes. Exactly. <laughs> if, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this was great. That was great. Anyway, <laughs> that was great. But I really do mean that, though. I feel like there needs to be something that everybody kind of like, not necessarily, but I feel like the thing is, like I was going to say, is that I feel like a lot of people in media are out for self. Mm-hmm. It's no, not thousand percent. Yeah. It's not a lot like how in the me- in the music that we cover, you know, yeah. where everybody there is very collaborative. I feel like in the media. Everybody's trying to plot their own point and trying yeah. to be like, no, I'm the place where you do this and this is the place. But I'm like, nah. No one else can do this. If so. we are the place, then I feel like it kind of gets rid of this whole like, oh, I hate I have to wear 60 different hats to right. do one thing. <sighs> but, yeah. Alas. 
Alas, you know, a man can dream. Right. A man can dream. Maybe one day. That guy Karl Marx was on to something, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's not. Um, so I guess what I want to ask you now is just like what what are the what are the future plans of Dio? What would you like for it to be? Where would you like for it to end up? Would you want it to be a, a segment of a bigger show? Would you want it to be its own show? Would you what, what have you thought about? Huh, I feel like, I don't know, the way my brain works, I just want everything that starts small to, like, branch out into so many different parts. Like, I want to do, like, live shows. I want to do pop-ups. I don't know. I want to do maybe, like, live segments at shows. I don't even really know what the actual goal is. But definitely to get out of our little studio and do things more, like, out in the world. Like, how I, I try and do, like, Dead or Alive in the streets, though I haven't done that many of them. I think I've only done two so far. But it is fun to go to shows and ask, like, random people, like, oh, who would you meet Dead or Alive type of thing. But I don't know. It's so hard when I do so many, like, different creative things to focus on one thing and to think of like the bigger picture of that one thing because I feel like right now my main goal is like artist management like honing in on that which I'm trying to find a good balance between it both staying a good medium but right now I don't have that <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna ask you know I know we we're mostly been you know been focused on your dead or alive stuff yeah. but you know you've mentioned you know your management stuff what exactly does that all entail? Like, what all do you have to, you know, be concerned about? Um, I don't know. I feel like there's different things for different artists. Right now, I love working with Wiley. He's, we've been friends since, like, I don't even know. Is 2016 is too far back. But we've been friends for, like, a long time. So once he reached out to me and was like, hey, are you interested in doing XYZ for management? I'm like, absolutely. Um, but just really, like, day-to-day -day stuff is kind of what I handle right now. Um, keeping up with the artists, I don't know, reaching out for things like tour, planning releases and stuff like that. It's a lot, but I find it comes easier when you have somebody who really wants it really bad. It's like, okay, it's very smooth, it's very seamless. It can get hard at times, but it's like fun altogether, if that makes sense. I don't know. I don't really view it as a job, honestly. I view it as like me talking to my friends and planning, you know, their futures essentially. <laughs> So do you have any advice for the listeners at home or participants of the conversation uh, if as, when you're like reaching out to venues trying to book shows for people like do you have any either pitfalls to avoid like how what kind of messages get responses like what are you sending in an informational packet or uh, yeah um, mm, I'd say I don't know it all depends because I mean as many yes as, as there are there's probably like a hundred times no's or just ignores but I don't know I think it's more so of just having like a good structure of like the email and things of that sort that you send like putting in like their numbers and like what they've done and why they should be at this venue and XYZ but I think that a lot of venues I don't know Atlanta venues are very much so different than like out of town venues I feel like Atlanta venues once they see you like once or like a couple of times it's like oh hey what up like sure come through and do xyz but out of town venues is kind of more challenging to book things like that unless you've like opened for somebody there in the past but i don't know i i really try and 
think of things to help people. I'm a terrible like advice giver. <laughs> now, what's been one of the hardest things you've had to to uh, you know get used to overcome and be getting into like managing and things like that? And why is it this boot? <laughs> Literally, this is the second time I've broken a bone. Um, but in terms of managing, really, I don't know. You just have to be very personable. You have to be able to and willing to talk to people and not kind of be like an asshole for lack of better words. But I think that anybody could be an artist manager if you care enough about the artists that you work with and you just really want to see them succeed, honestly. I don't think there's anything. I mean, obviously, there's things outside of that, like booking the shows and staying in contact with XYZ. But I don't know. I feel like if you believe in somebody enough, then you'll make it work. <clears throat> I think about, I forget a lot because the show wasn't really presented in that form, but I forget the relationship in Atlanta between Paperboy and Ern. Like, he was his ah. manager. Yeah. And it was like how he grew as a manager as the show went on. Um, do you identify a lot with like what happens in that journey? Because I'm just not thinking about like that's that's that basically is, the story of that. Yeah, that just oh, shout out to Donald Glover, even though he's getting a lot of like a backlash right now. I mean, that's part of being on the internet it nowadays, is. and Twitter you, fucking hates Donald they, Glover. Okay, and like, I'm like no, I didn't they hate really him. Know. <laughs> yeah, you live long enough on the internet, you'll get yours too. Yeah. So, Yo, ah, me. <laughs> let me just go ahead and delete all my profiles now. Um. But no, um, kind of in a way. It's so funny, like how Ern will be like, "Do X, Y, Z," and Paperboy will be like, "Absolutely the fuck not!" Like, because <laughs> I do feel like that's how artists are sometimes. They'll be like, "I'm not doing that," and it's like, "But this is beneficial for your success." Like TikTok right now, I guess that's the whole thing that artists fucking hate is going on, <laughs> which I understand. I kind of hate TikTok. Oh God. Let me not say that loud. I don't like TikTok very much, but obviously it is our main point of like, I don't know, promotion these days is so big in that way that you kind of have to literally be on there trying to beat the algorithm and all that. Shit. And I feel like if you like gave TikTok to somebody from like 1960 that was trying to like make it as a musician, yeah. they're like, what? I can just post a video on here and like the whole world can see it. Yeah. Like it's just crazy. It's I don't know. It's it's interesting though. I do really like Atlanta though and it, it is a good representation. At least season one is a good like representation, especially him like putting forth like money for things and like really like struggling to be like I don't know what I'm doing but I'm just trying I feel like that's me sometimes I'm like I don't know what the hell's going on but yeah and I'm I think just like producing the show mm -hmm. you know sometimes you just we're gonna figure it out like we're gonna do it and we're gonna figure it out as we go <laughs> and you know and if we mess up we'll learn okay next time let's not do that right exactly you know so i feel like that's just that's just how it goes in anything yeah. really and because i found a lot of like a lot of it is just the fear of looking stupid yeah <clears throat> and like you can you can definitely like look stupid to a point where like it really is hurting you right. but like the mo like odds are it's not gonna like if the worst thing that happens is you look kind of dumb yeah it's like, like a couple, like a week later, you're like, "Wow, nothing actually right. happened to me. Like this ended up working out just fine. Absolutely. Like we can, we can, we can keep rolling from Absolutely. here." <clears throat> Although I guess does the pressure because you know when you're a manager, you're representing somebody, so yeah. it's like I may look dumb, but then you also may look make look someone else look dumb. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of the the added pressure of like the ah yeah. uh, like you know I don't want to 
misrepresent whoever you know but I find it's easier for me like if I really need to get stuff done for me I have to like pull myself out of me like yeah. I have to think of myself as one of my friends and then I'm like oh of course my friend needs me to do this right. thing like all right fine like, yeah it's that and I saw some tweet that was talking about like somebody visualized themselves as like they themselves were like a tiger living in a habitat and they were like okay what does this tiger need like this tiger is depressed and sad it's like well oh he never goes outside and eats shitty food like let me like <laughs> let take me take a walk <laughs> they're great <laughs> so taylor one of the last things i wanted to ask you um uh we referenced it before, but this this boot you got here, I wanted to I wanted to ask. So this is actually an upgrade because the last time I saw you or people who have been seeing you, you know, by the time this comes out, you probably be like back to literally full stride. I'm but uh, you were recently on your little, <laughs> little, little scooter, scooty, scooty bike. What did they call it? They have like a funny name. I can't even think of what the name is. But everybody we're gonna call it Scooty McScoot Scoots just for the sake of this segment here. <laughs> Um, so just to, how did this happen though? How, what, what happened? Oh my God. It's not even a cool story. Like I don't even have anything interesting to say about it. I literally was just running down the steps and I missed one step and I tried to catch myself in a weird ass way. And I basically like turned my body and then my foot kind of like, oh I know. And then how I many walked people know on this it. story. You know who know it? People I've told like who've asked me what happened, but uh-huh. people who are there, it was probably like. It was after a show when like everybody was leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was only probably like two people who saw it. Because I was gonna say we're gonna come up with a cool story right now. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna like, come up with something just bleep out what I said already. a little more. We're gonna say you. We're gonna still keep it a little in the realm of truth. You were running down the stairs. Okay. But you were running from. Give me a Mad Lib. Oh my god. Don't let me down here. I'm okay, screwed. so we're running from. You want it like was a, a building on fire. Okay, ah. you were running from a fire. Right, and s- and then right, you so, you took your eyes off the stairs because at the bottom <laughs> of the stairs there crazy. was a dingo, like a, eating uh, like a toddler. It was going to right. Oh yeah, God. and and so you were like, I can't let this happen. Like, and, this is insane. and you got to get down there, and and then I failed, and now the well, t- no, because you had to, you couldn't couldn't save that time on that extra step so you had to skip it oh my god no i wish had to stop that dingo from eating that baby this is a craziest story guys. exactly but it i mean it works it's cooler than mine Absolutely. prove it didn't happen exactly so there you go you can thank no us footage. for that <laughs> thank you i no appreciate problem. it well taylor uh we've made it here to the end uh <laughs> you you we well before we get to that um what we like to do is we like to bookend things here. So we started off with our little freestyle. We're going to end here with a freestyle, but I'm going to need a little help from you. So I want you to give me three words or topics that you feel best describe the conversation, the vibe, or whatever that we've talked about here today. And then I'm, I'm going to try to incorporate that into a little, little haiku. All right. <laughs> this is a little haiku. Okay. Um, I guess media. Okay. As one, let's see. Mm. Is management a good one? Okay, we'll go with that management. Um, <laughs> trying to think now. Um, uh-uh. I don't know. I want to incorporate something with broken bones, but I don't know what. 
We can go with that. Broken bones. Broken, broken bones. <laughs> broken bones, management, and media. They go together. <laughs> okay. And then what kind of what kind of beat do you want to do this on? Um You about to do this right now? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Um Let's see. Let's let's is there, is there something, a song you have in your head or anything like that? Oh, that I have in my head. Or it's type beat or whatever. Type beat. That's my favorite phrase right now, by the way. Yeah. I always say that. The, the way that type has, like, evolved in the English language is, like, the best <laughs> thing in the last 20 years. Like, it's my favorite ever. Because I use, like, a blank type blank. Literally. <laughs> every, like, 20 times a day. I think type beat. I don't know. I've been listening to a lot of R&B. I don't know if that's good to, like, all over um, Depends on who. Give me some Erica. Ooh, yeah. She's she's easy to freestyle over. I typed in just like B A D, and the first thing that came up was Badu Tyrone. Uh, but we're not gonna see. We're not gonna let's, see. let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to find one that doesn't have like a million views. Let's Good see. luck. Yeah. Okay, here's one. Four and a half minutes. Okay. 5.4 thousand views. Okay. Erica Badu X uh, is a Neo Soul type beat. Hold you down. <sighs> let's see what. Let's let's see what they. Let's see where they're taking us. Okay. This is entertaining. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Was it this one? It might be a little slow. Let me see. Yeah, I'm making this a little faster. A little, little faster. We're getting somewhere, though. I like this. If I, I, was, like a, this if I was a singer, we would we'd probably use this. I'll keep talking over it as an interlude while we uh, <laughs> look for the next beat we find here. What have you been listening to recently? I'd like to know. Hmm. What have I been listening to? Well, you see, the thing about me is that I like to I like to really explore a whole bunch of different kinds of sounds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Typically, I go old school stuff, whatever. Okay. So I don't like parent, my parents' music type stuff. Listen to that. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Uh, then of course the local people, our yeah. friends, stuff like that. A lot of Jelani. I was about to say shout out Jelani. I've listened uh, to a lot of Jelani lately. A little bit of I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to, but yeah. That's mostly what I've been. Mostly old school. Okay, mostly. We, we got else. a D'Angelo, Lauren Hill, Erica Badu. That might Neo be the exact type. same thing. <laughs> Literally. Oh yeah, it's like six minutes long. Oh, but it's gonna be the exact. Some... Look, give me, give me like a Jay Dilla, Erica Badu okay. type. Oh, that's a good one. There we go. Get a get a little bit more in the realm of what we're talking about here. Um, but yeah, no discrimination to who I like to listen to. All sorts of genres. I dibble, dabble. Dibble Dabble. I always want to know people who like make music what they listen to. Because mm-hmm. I know a lot of people don't listen to like the things that are coming out right now type yeah. thing. They more so listen to like older things or their own music or people 
around us. Yeah, you can often hear who people are listening to yeah. by the music they make. Exactly. So. Okay, now we. This is very smooth. Now we getting somewhere. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so one more time, media management, management broken bones. I said media, media management broken, broken bones. bones. Media management broken bones. But I'm about to go and take it off of the dome. But let's go and sit it right here. Go ahead and pull up the chair. We the ones we see on the screen. So you know how we be. We just the ones on the media. Everybody just wanna be me, bruh They see me on the screen, I got the mic in hand I'm feeling like, like Mike with his band The J5, you know I stay fly I'm with my guys, it's like we high Way up in the sky, above the clouds Coming right down, you know what I'm about Uh, they can't stand them Uh, matter of fact, they can't manage Uh, I'm too hard to handle uh, I'm kind of like a piano, I keep it low key, but no, I'm not Thor I came through this thing like I'm through the door uh, And they can't stand with him, matter of fact, they gon' need some management It's like I'm the man who calling the shots, make sure you early put it right on the dot It's like another task gets right off the list, but we don't want another show you might miss uh, let me let me go and find it back and bring it back before I, I hop on the beat to attack. Bones. I told uh, the media management broken bones. It's like a media management broken bones. It's like media management broken bones. Okay, 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 okay. I'm about to turn it up. No, I'm going full throttle. Somebody cool me off. I need another bottle. I'm the one on the road like the model. Hold on, man, you know I'm about to go off the top They know I can't stop I had the thing, but then I had another thought Um, so let me bring it back Nah, I'm finna come and just bring it back So nah, at first I was gonna go full throttle But then I turned it up like a bottle Uh, it don't make sense Uh it's like I had it. We're talking media management, broken bones. I told them media management, okay. broken bones. I told them media okay. management, this was the broken problem. bones. This I told them media management, broken bones. Hey. The problem was I was trying to rhyme with dollar. But then I came up with the word collar. Like the one, the bone you go break. But I kept messing up and making a mistake. Yeah. But now I'm back like it's off the break. And now I'm leaving them cold like they had to shake. But uh, I had to grab the pen. That's the only way they could manage him. Uh, nah, I need a client. Because they see the fire I'm applying. To the top is where I be climbing And they say I got to drive like I'm riding in a cyan I am running and out of words Because these rhymes is getting so absurd So I'ma deliver it like it's at the curb And just address me as the good sir. We told the media management broken bones We told the media management broken bones I told the media management broken bones I told the media management broken bones Took a little road to get there, but but <laughs> but we got there though. That's the first time we've had a chorus like that was. Look at that. Those were difficult words to. 
<laughs> well, that's what we like a challenge. So, I had I, yeah, I let you have that one. I was like, I don't want any part of these words. <laughs> like, I kind of had, I kept forgetting the word as I was getting to the setup. Yeah. That's so funny. You know, a little peek behind the scenes. <laughs> no, I love it. That was great. Well, Taylor, we've made it here to the end. Once again, I want to thank you for coming by and just chatting it up with us, having a good time, telling us a little bit of your story. Yeah. Um, I hope you've had a good time. I did. Thank you guys for having me. Oh, this no is problem. so exciting. Oh, anytime, anytime. So I guess the last thing that's left for you here, uh, you have this camera, really all these cameras here. Uh, tell the people what you've got coming up in the upcoming future. Like I think it's slated for a late midsummer release. What you got coming up, where the people can find you, your show, any of your artists, anything yeah. like that. Uh, it's all for you. Okay. Um, well, hello, I'm Taylor. You can find me at Taylor2Wavy, T-A-Y-L-O-R-T-O-O-W-A-V-E-Y on all socials. Um, on Instagram, Dead or Alive is deadoralive.xyz. Um, you can look up Taylor2Wavy on YouTube to watch all of the Dead or Alive episodes. And... Sometime this year, within Q4, Q3 type, look out for a new music from Wiley from Atlanta. And that's all I got for you. All right, Joe. Well, you know what time it is. In the description of the video, in the description of the podcast, you'll find a playlist with all the beats that you heard today. Uh, go look at them. Go look at their beat stars. Like, a lot of these people really didn't have much following. And you heard the beats today. Like... Go support people. I know you have friends in your life that make art. I know you have friends in your life that make music. I know you have friends in your life that make clothes. Shout out one time to Kari Designs. I guess that's the second time, but one more time to Kari Designs, friend of the show. Uh, and by the time this episode is out, I will also have an album out. That was fun. Now what? All streaming platforms. Go check that shit out. Uh, and Tyrone, take us home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, that is going to do it for us over here. Once again, I want to thank Taylor for coming here and chopping it up with us. And I want to thank Joe for doing what he does on the ones and twos. And more importantly, I want to thank all of you for tuning in, however that is, whether you're watching, whether you're listening. We're just happy you could be here with us. Well, like I said, that's going to do it here. So tune in next time where we're going to have somebody in Taylor's seat and we're going to be mixing it up. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. Awesome guy.